0: Take a girl and a guy, and they fall madly in love and form a family. Sprinkle in some counseling degrees and a doctorate, a dream of transforming relationships as we know it, and 20 years later, we give you power couple Dr. Ray and Jean Ketkodian. And this is their podcast, Couples Synergy.
1: And welcome back to another episode of Couple Synergy with Dr. Ray and Jean. Hi, I am Dr. Ray.
0: And I'm Jean, and this is our podcast about love, marriage, and relationships.
1: Please check us out online on our Facebook page and Instagram at Couples Synergy or our website couplesynergy.com. and be sure to subscribe to our podcast or send us any suggestions on topics you'd like to hear more about. And now on to Couples Synergy, an in-depth look at love, marriage, and relationships, where we bring you our experience helping thousands of couples transform their relationships for over 20 years.
0: You know, everyone says you should work on your relationship, but nobody teaches us how. So we've created this podcast to teach people what they can do to create the relationship they've always dreamed of
1: with the partner they fell in love with. On today's episode, we're going to be talking about the word home. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's kind of interesting because our youngest is home for the holidays Right. and it really Got us talking about this topic about Mm -hmm. what the word home really means, right? And and I think that we're also trying to redefine it as well, right? Right.
0: And he doesn't have a home. He's trying to figure out where he's going to land in life still. So he's in an interesting place with home. When you think about home, you know, home is where the heart is.
1: That's, that's the home phrase. Is sweet the, home sweet yeah, home. Famous phrase there, yeah. yeah. Home you know, is
0: where you hang your hat.
1: Right. <laughs> there, there was this article I, I found. It um, was titled Home is Where the Heart Is, and it was written by Zanteria Nelson. And one of the things she says in there is really, it just kind of hit home. <laughs> <laughs> but she said that um, the phrase means that your home can be anywhere. And it means that your home will always be the place where you feel the deepest affection no matter where you are. Hmm.
0: I feel that way with you. Like if I'm traveling and you're with me, I don't miss the house. The house, right. Because I'm with my home.
1: Right. Maybe right.
0: the heart is where your home is.
1: Oh. Oh, that's, that mm-hmm. is interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: You know, whether we're in a tent, whether we're in a hotel, wherever we are, you know, it's, it always feels like is if I'm with you, I don't really miss anything.
1: Right. Because it's the place where our deepest affection is.
0: Mm -hmm. I would say I do miss outdoors. If I don't get enough time outdoors. And to me, that feels so much like home.
1: So that feels like home. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not necessarily, you know, where your affection is, but it's where your appreciation is. I think
0: like fondness. Fondness, yeah. Yeah, where you feel good.
1: Mm -hmm. You feel safe and you feel, you know, secure. And, you know, when it comes to relationships, when it comes to couples, I mean, how many couples that we run into that they don't have an environment or a home Within their relationship. The, For their the relationship, relationship. Yeah, has not created a home. It has no home, yeah. And they're constantly feeling, you know, on edge. And, you know, they feel the stress in the air.
0: And I think they actually leave the physical house in order to feel better.
1: Yeah, countless number of, yeah. of clients. We've heard mm-hmm. that they feel more comfortable at work. Yeah. Or they feel more comfortable going to their family of origin, mm-hmm. you know, then being around their spouse.
0: So it's a really important concept. And, you know, we want to broaden that to like this idea of environment and the quality of that environment and what that environment invokes in a person, right? So I remember when we first started dating and I had uh, my own condo and you were coming into my space and the first thing we did was transform the bedroom together. And we made it our space. It was yeah. the very first, you know, very early on in our relationship because I wanted you to feel like it was your home too. And so we did that by creating an environment that felt like us.
1: Instead of yours, mm-hmm. yeah. And often, you know, we will assign that to couples especially if maybe one person moved in to the
0: other person's house. I'm just thinking about that couple. I wonder if their room is done yet. It, <laughs> <laughs> there's a few couples that I wonder if their rooms are done, and it would months, months, and months would go by, and they couldn't figure out a color of paint, or they couldn't decide this or didn't have time for that. You think about how symbolic that is.
1: Well, the, the bedroom the marital bedroom that is supposed to be the sanctuary for the couple you know for the you know for their intimacy and if it is something that is not representative of the us of what they the two of them have created then the rest of the house is definitely not going to feel that way
0: well, you think about like if you're outside you could run into anybody right anyone could drive by or whatever you don't have to invite them But when you go through the door, you're being invited in to your home. And most homes gather on the first floor. and the common area. Many bedrooms are either on the second floor or they're in a different part of the house than the part that we socialize with other people who don't live in the home. As you think about that in terms of an intimacy, like who comes into the living room, who's in the kitchen who goes upstairs to the bedrooms, you know? And each one of those is a level of intimacy and a level of, like, I feel safe with you. I want to invite you into mm-hmm. more of my space. And, you know, we there's even couples who have separate bedrooms.
1: Right, right, and sleep in separate beds. Mm-hmm. And so how symbolic is that, that they can't even, you know, share the same bedroom with each other?
0: You talk about feeling safe. And, you know, that's usually what it is, right? This person snores. Well, if I heard you snoring, I'd be happy because I know you were there. I wouldn't <laughs> well, feel like...
1: Yeah. I, I think that starts out as an excuse for couples, mm-hmm. you know, to say that, oh, it's, it's a health issue or health reason. And I, I, I have not seen it be just strictly that.
0: Mm-mm. No. And and you don't take care of that reason. You don't figure it out,
1: <laughs> right? <laughs> you know. Yeah, we. Well, I mean, we've seen some couples who are really toxic, but still share the same bedroom right. with each other. Right. Right. Yeah, you know, that feeling of safety, that feeling of comfort, and the unyuckiness—that's the only way I could say. Um, the unyuckiness in the relationship, I, I think that really is all of that is encapsulated with that word home,
0: mm-hmm.
1: where you wake up and you feel good, you feel secure with your partner beside you, and that doesn't—it doesn't matter where you are, right? Right. I mean we we've been traveling all over the place, and there are times we'll wake up and we don't know where we are, right.
0: Or where the bathroom is. (laughs) Or where the
1: bathroom is. You know, but it it never feels like we are missing something that we've left behind, you know, because we are traveling together and we, we bring that home feeling with us.
0: And an interesting fact, when we're in our home, we sleep on one side of the bed. And when we're not in our home... We change positions and sleep on the opposite sides of the bed.
1: Well, I've been thinking about this since you brought it up, and I have realized and recognized that I like subconsciously sleep closest to the door, wherever I
0: am. That is not always true. I have paid attention to that as well. Yeah? It's not always true. You know, you (laughs) think about um, when we were driving to Alec and Angie's, and we stayed at the hotel.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. I'm trying to remember.
0: You were on the side by the window.
1: Oh. Okay. Yeah. Okay.
0: So it really it's kind of weird that we do that and just something we kind of notice because we travel quite a bit. But Yeah. And I maybe that's like, you know, um, you think about crossing over and the, the strength of crossing over versus parallel. And maybe that's our way of subconsciously sort of connecting in a different way on the outside than we do on the inside. I don't know. I would also say your home is a place of where you birth things, where you create a family, where you create an environment, where you create things. Just just creation. Yeah.
1: Where a couple creates together, whether they create dreams, whether they create their like physical home environment together, Mm -hmm. whether they create, um, you know, common interests. It's really a very important part of a relationship where a couple is always creating. And if you don't feel that safeness in your home, then you're not going to want to create. You're not going to even want to be around your partner.
0: Yeah, if you think about like, The dark corners of your house that have piles possibly in them of forgotten things that you didn't quite put away or it doesn't have a place or you're not sure if you should keep it or not you think about how symbolic that is in a relationship the things that don't get talked about or they're left for later or something like that and then at some point you gotta clean you gotta do the purge (laughs) I ask, I ask my clients this kind of regularly, like if you could describe the home that you grew up in in three words, three emotional words, how would you describe that? When you have someone say it felt unsafe, it felt chaotic, it felt scary, and then you look at them as adults in their relationships today, and their relationships feel that way too for them.
1: Well, it would be very easy to recreate what you were exposed to growing up. Because it feels like home. Because it is comfortable. It's known. Familiar. It's familiar. It's not that you like it. Right. But it's what you know. Mm-hmm. And so it, how can you create something that you don't know?
0: Well, that's a really good question. And I think that this idea of changing things up changes us. You know, if you paint your room a different color, it changes things. Mm-hmm. If you hang different things on the wall, if you rearrange your furniture.
1: And it, I mean, what we're talking about here, though, is something that the two of them would do together. Right. Right. It's not just one person would do it. Right? <laughs> yeah.
0: That would probably change something, too. That right? would definitely <laughs>
1: change things. Just it would not feel like home. Like us. Or an us it would yes. be one
0: person's home, and the other person's just a visitor. And you know, changing the external environment evokes different emotions and change in the internal environment, and it le- it lends to an opportunity to relate differently. I mean, just think about it. Like, if you have a room in your house that you sleep in, and then maybe there's a guest bedroom. What if you slept in the guest bedroom one night? That would feel different.
1: It would feel very different. It wouldn't feel familiar. Mm-hmm. I can't... It, it really surprises me. Actually, it shouldn't surprise me. But how many couples we come across that don't take the time to create the us, to create that, that home environment, even if it's just re- redecorating their bedroom.
0: Or one person will spend a lot of time and energy on decorating and making the home homey at the expense of the relationship where they're not even considering what their partner would want in terms of decorations and including them in the process. And so, again, it's like that person is just the visitor.
1: Well, I think a lot of couples, they use the excuse that, you know, that's just my partner's strength. Mm -hmm. That they're good at it. I'll just let them decorate everything and I'll take care of stuff outside of the house or something. And many of them have told us it's just about efficiency, right? That we don't have the time to, you know, to put towards these things together. And if we divide and conquer, then we get a lot more done. And that may be true, you know, and you may be really. Good as a couple in getting things done, but symbolically, when you do things together, when you create together, that's bonding that you you deepen that connection you know between the two of you
0: it's an investment too because when you walk back in, you have this shared experience that sort of energizes you all over again and it, it doesn't feel like mine or yours, it feels like us.
1: Yeah. I, I think about just looking around here, you know, down in our our basement pub here, and how much the two of us have done together down here.
0: Well, and down here is actually a whole community. Yeah. Even the name of it. it, it it's the initials of all the families that helped. And you can, that was a great energy of a lot of people coming together to uh, support this adventure we were on. Even help. Create it. Right.
1: This unsolicited adventure. <laughs> I mean, we didn't have to. Right. We didn't really have to build this down here. And it took a lot of time, a lot of weekends, years. But when we look around, you get reinfused yeah. with all of that energy that the two of us and many other people, the two of us, have put into this. And the creation, the creativity of it, it, it keeps paying out.
0: And I would say when people that have worked on the basement come over, they feel at home, because they know their energies in here as well, and they remember the funny stories of the building and all that. And yeah, I think the part that's really us is all the details. Nobody yeah. really helped us with the hanging of the stuff and the. The that. decorations yeah. and things uh-huh. like that, yeah. That, that was almost exclusively us. Some people brought us some gifts, mm-hmm. but um, most of it was, that was us. And and so the look of it is us. Yeah.
1: And, you know, I think about, um, you know, going to Colorado, you know, every time we go and how much we are trying to create a home there too, as well.
0: And that's interesting because we're trying to create a home that other people could use as a temporary home like an airbnb and it's different to decorate like that and it's you don't feel like that personal thing but you feel a wonderful environment beautiful environment that you want to share with people and that's why we're creating our own sanctuary there that will not be part of what we share so that you know it's that that's kind of a twofold kind of thing which i think is really cool i really miss colorado I can't wait to go back.
1: <laughs> yeah, me too. You know, but I, I think about also all of the trips that we go on, wherever we go, wherever we travel, and we tend to we tend to create something, whether it's exploring, whether it's how messy our suitcase is, you know, in the corner of the room where the suitcase goes, just everything that we we do around the trip it's just about us and
0: and many times carrying a home with us many times we video ourselves walking into that new space yeah yeah especially if it's a unique place not like a holiday if we're in the castle like in the castle we just videoed every room we went into and we we do that a lot we do mostly the rooms we go in and the food that we eat Mm. and then when we do all the other stuff and put it together really cheesy
1: (laughs) It looks cheesy that we're taking pictures of our food.
0: But know? it's such a great memory. It's such a, a great experience of what it looks like, what it tastes like, what the environment was like, mm-hmm. the infusion of that experience into us. And then we revisit it by watching those home movies that we make. And it's a really enjoyable part, at least for me. I love doing that.
1: You know, I was just thinking about the, the couple that we met with the other day and you know, a lot of the questions that we ask are designed to really assess their usness or mm-hmm. their home and what they have created or what they have not created, and we just hear it time and time again. You know, they're not sleeping in the same bed together. They're not um, the last time they've been on a trip together, just the two of them is their honeymoon they haven't gone out and experienced new or fun things together and their home environment their home environment has become just the family or the children
0: right like they share that but then they don't really share anything else they haven't invited each other into their hearts yeah their home hearts
1: so you know i'm i'm thinking how do we help couples Focus on creating the home.
0: If you think about the concept of feng shui, feng shui, feng shui, it is about how does energy flow through a space? And where does that energy get trapped and stuck? And where does it flow? And where does it uh, build up in a way that's good? Like, you know, if you want the area of your finances to build up, you want Mm -hmm. something that is going to be collecting things, right? If things are rushing right through the house, you know, And there was a house, when we w- built this house, we changed our mind because the other house, the front door, looked right up the stairs and right into the master bedroom.
1: The, the model yeah. that our house was going to be built.
0: Right. And yeah. I was like, ooh, that's not good. And our house before that, the driveway went down into the garage, which mm-hmm. was below ground level. And it would flood a lot. And it would flood. And they would, they say that, you, if you're in a place like that, it's always so difficult to get up and out. So you get stuck in your life and you can't get up and out. And so that's a bad feng shui property just to drive down into your house as opposed to up.
1: Yeah, I mean, it might sound kind of cheesy, you know, but really...
0: It's about how it it's, feels. Yeah,
1: it's, it's symbolically, I mean, relationships are not logical.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, there's no intellectual way of putting a relationship together and make it successful.
0: Well, if you think about, if you have all the lights on, especially if you have like fluorescent ceiling lights and what that feels like as an environment, like what they have at, you know, grocery stores just or candlelight. Mm-hmm. It changes, And the right. the mood and the, and the, the feeling. feeling, the intimacy mm-hmm. of it. And I remember us getting pretty conscious about wanting our bedroom to feel like a place that was intimate. And so we were adding things that when we wake up and see them, we feel that connection and that, you know, wanting that closeness. Mm-hmm. And I really feel like it made a difference once we did that.
1: I think it made a huge difference. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I mean, we paid attention to that you know, in building our practice in Chicago, too. Mm-hmm. We yeah. wanted that lobby to feel, you know, de-stressing. We yeah. wanted people to come in and feel relaxed, you know, that they can start to put aside all of the stressors that they were being bombarded with on a daily basis. And when you pay attention to all of those little things and you don't just intellectualize something, you know, then that's really where you're going to be in tune with what the two of you want to create in your home environment?
0: I would say a good exercise for couples to do is to go to an antique store or a um, resale shop Mm -hmm. and just look at things and just look for something that when you see it, it really makes you feel good. Like you love to look at that picture or sculpture or piece of furniture and you start there with what it feels like, you know. You don't worry so much about is this gonna look good in homes and gardens? Is I don't know if that's the thing, but whatever, <laughs> whatever that is. And that's what I've noticed. A lot of our neighbors' homes they look like model homes. You could you walk in oh, and they're yeah. decorated and they're very impersonal, or they're very acceptable personal. Like I ha- I hired our professional photographer, right. and we went out and did this. And like our home, every thing on the wall is something we painted someone that lives in this house has painted yeah yeah and and it brings you back to those memories of painting that and it and it has that personal touch. i think
1: one <laughs> one of our neighbors when we met them and they came in our house i think the words they used was lived in mm-hmm. your house looks lived in Right, yeah. and I was like, "Is that an insult? I don't know what that means." Like, but but it's true. We don't have a home that looks like uh, you know it comes out of a magazine. Really, I mean, it's not staged. No, it's not no. a staged home, and a lot of our our neighbors. We don't know how yeah, it would
0: do if we. Tried I, don't to sell e- it. I don't even know
1: how to do that. I don't know. Yeah,
0: but everyone watching the podcast knows that we record in our pub, and they've seen it because if they go to the videos of yeah. us doing these recordings mm-hmm. and. I haven't heard anyone be like, "What? That's weird." I, everyone's like, "Oh my god, that's so cool." Yeah. And in fact, the basement here, it feels so much like you're in London. Yeah. It even has the clock set at London time that people don't leave. And they'll yeah. stay way longer and they'll they'll look at their regular watch and be like, "Oh my god, I can't believe like 5 hours in there, it's like timeless down here."
1: And you know, all of you UK listeners out there, uh, go to our YouTube page and YouTube channel and take a look at some of those videos. Please, we I, I need some uh, validation <laughs> here. Okay. I just need and to And we hear. change it up. Yeah. We've
0: been changing it up over the years and you know, sometimes we'll just get a new idea or a new yeah. piece of something for the walls. And um it's it's a lot of fun.
1: You know, one thing that we did, I just had this I this this memory. Uh, we painted a painting together. Remember that? Mm-hmm. It was just like one canvas and that we painted together. And that was very difficult, I would say. Because we're difficult. very
0: different. We paint with different colors that don't go together.
1: Right. And I mean, <laughs> we express ourselves very differently when it comes to painting. But it, it, um, I think it's a good exercise in creating
0: together. Oh, I love that. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, you can just... Even go pick some colors and do like a Jason Pollock. Is that his name?
1: Jackson Pollock. Jackson Pollock, yeah. where you just sort of drip play around penny. with dripping the yeah.
0: colors and stuff and find colors that f- make you feel good and your partner finds colors that make them feel good. Yeah. And just to look at it, see what that looks like. What What is that? How does that energy flow on there? Mm-hmm. What are the ideas? That's a great one, too. So well, a common the, painting. Yeah,
1: the blending and the merging of a couple. Mm-hmm it takes time and it's something that isn't as I said earlier logical it's very intuitive yeah you know it's like it's like dancing and mm-hmm. you have to be able to read your partner's cues and work off of each other's strengths and you know help each other's you know through li- their limitations and that is really where you are going to create the us and that's where then redecorating your bedroom is going to be a reflection of your relationship and your union together.
0: And it's a conscious choice to invest in something that's not just you. Mm -hmm. It's the us. And I think when you see that, you remind each other that you're there and you're in the game together. Yeah. You know, I always think about your blending of colors and, you know, if you, if you blend three colors together, you're going to get yuck, right? You're going to get brown (laughs) if they're too muddied up And you want those different colors that you each are to have their space Mm -hmm. and to flow and be together. And the only exception to that would be is if you take two colors and put them together to form a completely different color, like yellow Hmm. and blue make green. Yeah, And then it's not muddy if it's just two. Right. It's muddy when there's more than two or it's not defined. A lot of cool analogies.
1: Yeah, well, I I think that's a great point because you want to be able to maintain your individuality mm-hmm. within the us as well, right? And that's, that's the whole definition of synergy is, you know, the, the whole is greater than the sum of its parts, mm-hmm. right? If couples are, are focusing on finding that balance, then they are going to be creating something that maintains their individuality, but then also something that supersedes the two of them.
0: Yeah, go sit in your bedroom, on the floor, preferably, and look around the room, and look at each of the things that are there, and how did they get there? What do they feel like being there? Are they part of your past without your partner? Are they part of something that you, you know, maybe were on vacation and bought together that reminds you of that trip? Are they things that you don't really care about, but, you know, it's it was the latest live, laugh, love slogan uh-huh. or something? I um, hate those things. I and really and, yeah, and have a conversation about what does this feel like in here for us, and what would we like it to be? What mm-hmm. should stay, and what could we change up? That would make it feel just that much more of us? because we change over the years, even mm-hmm. if it wasn't us, I mean, like we threw out all our wedding stuff, yeah, because it uh, we don't need a dusty candle right. That doesn't right. make me feel like, oh, that was a beautiful day. <laughs> just makes me feel like we're holding on to something that is collecting dust and we've changed things up and that's important to you know to have that sentimental value and not just the obligatory i should so take some time and really think about what it means for your heart to be your home and do you invite your partner into your heart and your home
1: and so we hope that we've given you some great ideas on how to create that home together as a couple. And we also want to thank you so much for joining us today on Couple Synergy. Our passion is in helping couples and people have happy and healthy relationships. And this podcast gives us a fun way of bringing our knowledge and expertise to you, our listeners. For all of you listening, please subscribe to our podcast and please leave us a review. It really helps us. It really helps us you know, get more content and see what you are interested in out there. If you have any questions, comments, or topic suggestions, please email us at contact at couplesynergy.com. For more information about Couples Synergy and our programs, such as the Home Study Course Relationship 101, the Couples Weekend Intensive, our online membership called Connections, and our premier coaching program called Couple to Couple, look us up online at couplesynergy.com.
0: And you know it would be fun, if you're going to leave a comment, let us know where your home is. Because we know we're in like 140 countries, but it would be really cool to hear people say where they're from. So if you're leaving a comment, let us know where your home is. And if you know someone who could benefit from this episode, please download it and share it. And thank you for listening.
1: Until next time, synergize your life and synergize your love.
0: You have been listening to Couple Synergy with Dr. Ray and Jean Katkodian. Couple Synergy was recorded, edited, and produced by Dr. Ray and Jean Ketkodian. Voiceover and music entitled Breathe and Let Go was recorded and composed by Gina Gonzalez.